Hello, friends, and welcome to episode 458, he says and isn't sure. I'm going with it. Hello, and welcome to episode 458 of the Juice Box Podcast. Oh, I was right. I just checked. That's exciting. Today's show is with Caitlin, and her story is about much more than her age would indicate possible. Please remember while you're listening that nothing you hear on the Juice Box podcast should be considered advice, medical or otherwise. Please always consult a physician before making any changes to your healthcare plan or becoming bold with insulin. I'd like to take this time to thank you for sharing the show with others as it grows and grows. March was the most downloaded month in the history of the show. That has a lot to do with you sharing it, and I thank you. I'd like to thank you also for leaving the great ratings and reviews where you listen, for subscribing to your podcast app, and for checking out diabetesprotip.com as often as you do. That website gets a ton of traffic, and I really appreciate it. Oh, geez, I meant to say, the show just hit 3 million total downloads, and I had a big celebration here uh, where I'm sitting. None of you were invited. I did not record it. But trust me, it was a whiz-bang knockdown affair. And uh, if you were here, you would have had a good time. Thanks so much for helping me reach 3 million downloads. Looking forward to many, many more. This show is sponsored today by the glucagon that my daughter carries, Gvoke Hypopen. Find out more at gvokeglucagon.com forward slash juicebox. You can support type 1 diabetes research and the Juice Box podcast. Here's how. The T1D exchange is looking for type 1 adults and type 1 caregivers who are U.S. residents to participate in a quick survey that can be completed in just a few minutes from your phone or computer. These questions are very simple. They only take a few minutes to answer. You'll be contacted annually to update your information. And other than that, there's nothing to do. This is 100% anonymous, completely HIPAA compliant, and you'll never have to go to a doctor or to a remote site. This is a simple way to add data to type 1 diabetes research and help everyone living with type 1. Just go to T1D Exchange using my link in the bio or by typing in t1dexchange.org forward slash juicebox. Click on join our registry now, answer the simple survey, and you're all done. T1D Exchange research has led to increased insurance coverage for blood glucose meter strips, changes in the American Diabetes Association's guidelines for pediatric A1C goals, and they helped bring Medicare coverage to CGM devices. Check them out, t1dexchange.org forward slash juicebox. I am Caitlin Volk, and I am almost 11 years old. When is your 11th birthday? May 30th, 2000. Well, yeah. Yeah, this year, right? Yeah. <laughs> It'll also be May 30th in 2021 and 2022. It's going to keep going <laughs> on and on. Like my that. full birthday, like the year I was born and everything. Well, I stopped you. Do you want to say it? Uh, no, it's fine. What year were you born? 2009. Nine, 2009. Wow. Like in kindergarten, I think I was the last kid to turn six in kindergarten. Do you get like that birthday party like right before the end of the year? No, my birthday is always the like second to last day 
of like not the second to last day, but it's after the scare the you the school year ends. Oh. oh, it's after you're not even in school when you have your birthday. Yeah, only last year when I was in fourth grade, it was it was the first time my um my birthday's been during the school year, and it was the second to last day of school. Did you do anything for it? Bring like food in or have a party? No, <laughs> we just. All my friends were saying happy birthday, and a lot of my, some of my friends brought me gifts, and that was nice of them. And then, and then I didn't go to the last day of school because we went to Disney for my birthday. Well, that sounds like a better present. <laughs> uh, what was the best gift one of your friends brought you? Um, candy. <laughs> what was the my worst? Friend gift? Madeline. What? My friend Madeline gave me the biggest, like a huge bag, and I was just digging through it, and there was so much. Well done. Now, what gift did you get from those kids? And you don't have to say who it came from, but that you thought, oh, I don't want this. Uh, I don't know. You don't know? All right. We'll get to you. We'll find your we'll find your center here, Caitlin. All right. All right. Tell me how old you were when you were diagnosed with type one. Um, oh, <laughs> um, I believe I was eight years old. OK. And you're 11 now. Yes. So like three almost. years ago. Well, almost 11, as we know, on the 30th of May. 2020 right and so like three years you've had type one yes right. almost i think I'm not sure do you have any brothers and sisters i have one brother who's my younger brother younger than you. he's very annoying. he's very what i'm sorry annoying oh i'm sure he thinks you're annoying too by the way did you know that yes mm -hmm. are you annoying a little bit yeah what does he do that bothers you um He's always like every single time he does something he thinks is so cool. He goes, Caitlin, 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 like trying to get my attention. And I'm like, I'm in the middle of doing something. Like, tell me when I'm not doing something. Do you know why he does that? Uh, he just wants to show me what he did. How come? Why does? He, but why does he want to show you? I have no clue. Do you want me to tell you? Why? He loves you and he looks up to you. He thinks you're amazing. True. <laughs> you're like, it's true that you're amazing. I don't know about that. Well, I mean, but... you just agreed pretty quickly. You were like, it is true that I'm amazing. Um, <laughs> no, I, that's very likely what's going on is he, he looks up to you and you're his big sister and he's probably really excited to show you something that he figured out. Mm, some things, sometimes I don't understand him because he likes Star Wars and Legos and he's like, so this is the TIE fighter and this is the X-Wing fighter. And I'm like, sometimes he tells me things I don't under like i don't know what it is yeah like he'll say like this is a blah, blah 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 like a character from star wars i have no clue who this is and i'm like so wait what Caitlin, like who is this i'm gonna tell you something now i think is gonna really help you okay so i know this is weird because you're 11 and i told your mom i wasn't gonna say anything weird to you but we're five minutes in i'm gonna say something weird to you do you <laughs> do you do you like boys do you think boys are your jam like one day when you're older do you think you'll date a boy or do you think you're thinking more about a girl or do you not know yet mm, don't know you're not sure i okay. don't want i don't want to do anything with relationships at all yeah it's a good it's a good plan it's just weird of course it is but let me say something to you if you should at some point as an older person like you know when you're like 28 or something like that meet a boy and have a relationship with him this feeling you're having right now of not understanding what your brother is talking about that's going to happen to you because we we don't really change that much boys just we just get bigger and we have hair on our face that's really the only difference <laughs> and then he's still like there's still going to be like a 30 year old guy in your apartment talking about star wars just so you know <laughs> it's not going to get any better than this this is this is the end of it right here so 
your brother is preparing you really well for being in a relationship later, trust me. He's going to bother you and say stupid stuff to you that you don't care about. And you're mm-hmm. going to want him to be around because you like him, but you're not going to really, the rest of it, you're just going to be like, oh. Like last night for an hour before we went to bed, I tortured my wife while we were watching television. And why, <clears throat> and why did I do it? I have no idea. Just makes me happy. <laughs> just makes me happy to like pause, pause the show and say, oh my God, Kelly, did you see what just happened there? That's amazing. This is such <laughs> a great show. And she just stares at the TV thinking in her head, why did I marry this guy? I just want to watch, watch the show. That's all I want. I do that sometimes. I do that sometimes to my brother to annoy him. See, do you think <laughs> is it possible he's telling you about Star Wars not because he likes you, but because he's trying to annoy you? Yep. I bet you it's not. I bet you. This is. morning, this morning he was annoying me. How? A little bit. He was. Um. So we got. So since since the um the virus going around, we had to get computers, like laptops for for us so we can do schoolwork. Well, slow and down, Caitlin. Slow down. Hold that story for a second. Your parents yeah. bought you a laptop because of the coronavirus? Well, because the only computer... So my dad has a computer that has cords and we can't move it. Mm-hmm. And then my mom has one, which the one I'm using, it's it doesn't have cords, but she takes it around with her everywhere. And she's going to be going to work throughout like all of this. And I'm going to be with my grandparents. And she takes the computer with her. So you so, got a laptop? Yeah. Caitlin, this coronavirus is the best thing that ever happened to you, is it not? <laughs> yeah, but my mom, but my parents, they're like, this is only for schoolwork related things only. Oh, no, it's not, Caitlin. You can do all <laughs> kinds of stuff with it. <laughs> so. What do you think? What do you think you're going to do first when you like sneak around and like, like you're going to shop for clothes or what would you love to do if you had full access to that computer? Probably just play games. <laughs> Yeah, play games that I play at school because there's a lot of games that are education that actually are nice and yeah. fun. Yeah, I would definitely. I would say to your mom, "Listen, I've been doing a great job taking care of this computer, and uh, there's this educational game I want to play. Would that be okay?" She'll say yes to that. And that we would- asked, we asked her this morning because yeah. yeah, we asked her this morning if we could play something What'd on there. She, say? she said sure. See? I told her all about it. I was like, it's educational, it's math, it's fun, like it's yeah. something we play at school. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is, this, is, uh, this is how it starts, Caitlin, right here. So you mm-hmm. got, what did your brother get for coronavirus? The same thing. He got a computer too? Yes. You guys are and right. I know he's going to smash it because the last computer my mom had, besides the one I'm using, it was this big red one that she had for work. Mm-hmm. He... He, so my mom downloaded like Minecraft and Roblox on there for him because he doesn't have a lot of things that he likes to play with. Like he has toys or whatever, but some of them he's just not really into anymore. Mm-hmm. Like he still keeps them. And so he um he was playing I don't know what it was. It was Roblox or Minecraft on it, and he um and I guess he got so mad at it because he every time he plays a game and he like dies or whatever, but it respawns him. He dies wow. and then he um he gets so aggravated. And I'm like, Cameron, if you're aggravated about it, put it down. Like just stop playing with it and put it down. And he goes, But I still wanna play it. And I go, Well, don't get aggravated about it. It's just eight? a game. He's eight, you're saying? Yes. Oh my. Has he ever bumped his head? Do you think he has any kind of a head injury or anything like that? Have your parents ever indicated to you that they didn't think he was, you know, maybe as smart as you are or anything like that? Did they ever talk behind his back like that? Mm, I don't know. You don't know? 
I don't get into their conversations where ever. You, where do you live? What part of the country? I live in Florida. Florida. And you don't get into your parents' conversations? Sometimes, but not all the time. My my kids seem to constantly be in my conversations. I sometimes get into their conversations. I feel like we made a mistake when we were parenting when they were younger. My, I wanted to um, you know, not allow them to have any um, you know, opinion. But my wife was like, we have to let them think for themselves. And it's like, oh, this is going to lead to problems. And then sure enough, it did. They have their own thoughts. And they always want to interject them into the conversations. <laughs> Do you have your own thoughts about things? Sometimes. Well, tell me this. When I was, oh, you got I'm, a story? Caitlin, you're yeah. a chatterbox. Go to it. Kid. <laughs> yes. Tell me your story. My, my friends would always call me um, Miss Chatty Kathy when I was in kindergarten because I would chat so much. Maybe you can have a podcast one day. Uh, no, probably not. Why not? You have a computer. Uh, you're halfway there. I mean, <laughs> true. Now you need a microphone, a couple other things. I could get you set up. <laughs> can you imagine if you had a podcast where you just made fun of Cameron the whole time? Do you think that, that would be a blast. <laughs> I would have so much fun. <laughs> I could tell him all the stories. You could call it cutting on Cameron. Yes. Right? I'm going to go to my mom after this and be like, Mom, I want to start a podcast where I talk about Cameron. Where I torture my brother. For everyone to hear. I bet you that would be huge. Mm -hmm. All right, listen, if you end up doing that, that's going to be on the Juicebox uh, Podcast Broadcasting Network. I'm going to fold that into the be one of our offerings, okay? okay. You could be my first uh, other podcast. Can you, can you commit to four a month? I don't know. Oh, geez, Caitlin, you're letting me down pretty quick here on this. Okay, well, I take my offer back. So tell me something. What What's your involvement with your diabetes? Like, do you take care of it? Does your mom, do you guys co-do it? Do you do it with your dad? Cameron's not in charge of it, I imagine. Yes, he's not in charge of it at all. So sometimes he, um, so it's a mix between my parents and myself. Mm -hmm. So with the Dexcom, I'm linked. So it's my phone linked up to it. Then my mom, my dad, and then my grandma, who's one of my grandmas, who's a nurse practitioner, who studies some she she studies diabetes and other things and so we're all linked up to that so during the day while I'm at school my mom sometimes she'll text me and be like hey do a temp basal increase or hey do a correction for this or hey like eat a glucose tab and I'll do it and so during the if I'm here at my house I'll I'll do some stuff, and then my parents will do it. But at night, it's my parents, because I never hear the alarms at night. It's tough to wake up in the middle of the night. It is. So tell me this. Like, if you were going to, um, like, what's your blood sugar right now? Oh, good question. That's not a good question. It's a pretty, I mean, it's a texting my. I was texting my friends earlier, like, wish me luck. Because you were going to be on the podcast? Yeah. Did they wish you luck, or are they jealous? Uh, They're like, good luck. Yeah. I'm at 126. 126. Um, Have you eaten today? Uh, yes, I had breakfast today, nice. and that was it so far. Can you tell me what you ate? I had a um a toasted croissant with egg and cheese. Toasted croissant, egg and cheese, and you're 126. How long ago did you eat? I ate around eight something. So it's been th it's been almost three hours. You're doing great. Yeah. Do you expect this to go up or come down? My mom expected it to go straight up, so she dosed a little bit more than I think she was intending to. For some reason today, she told me before I started this, she goes, we probably should have dosed more for this. And I'm like, 
What do you mean we should have dosed more for this? I'm perfectly fine. Well, maybe you say to her, lady, listen, I'm counting on you. Let's be more decisive, right? But but okay, so you're perfectly fine. How high did you get after you ate? Was there a peak or did you stay kind of level? Uh, I did kind of make a peak. Okay. Do you know where I went to? Uh, I was at... um. Okay, I'm going to eight. So I was at like between the 80s and the 90s, and then it started to shoot up to the highest I got was 140 something, was like 144, and then it's starting to come down a bit. It just sounds like perhaps your pre bolus was not quite long enough. Mm-hmm. Is that possible? It It does that a lot because when we first started it, my mom listens to the podcast all the time. That's good. She should. By the way, everyone should. And if and if anyone's listening right now, should they not subscribe too? Right in their apps, they yes. Just push the subscribe. Yeah, right. Okay, I'm sorry, Caitlin. Go ahead. So my mom was listening to one of the one of your podcast episodes. I don't remember which one it was, but the mm-hmm. one I remember talking about pre bolusing was with Tommy. Tommy, I think it was actually called Tommy. But yeah, yeah go ahead. And so she, so when we when my mom first heard of it, she was like. No wonder why she's peaking up at school. Like, she's going straight up. I should pre-bowl this. So when I'd wake up, uh, my parents, I would tell them what I was going to eat in the morning, Mm -hmm. possibly cereal or, like, toast. I would, they would dose for it, and then I would, like, take a shower, get dressed, do whatever I need to do in the morning. And then I would come out, and I'd be perfectly fine. Till then, later on, it, we stopped doing that. Because as I was getting a little older, I was waking up early and like taking showers, getting dressed and doing all of that. And then I would go out towards around seven, go out and tell them what I was going to eat. So, so you were pre-bolusing, having good success with it. But then when you got to a certain age, you decided you wanted to be clean before you went to school and that messed up your pre-bolusing. Mm-hmm. What does that tell you about showering? Um, I have no clue. <laughs> Caitlin. <laughs> so, all right. So now you're 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 prepping in the morning. It's taking a little more time. And that time was when you used to pre bolus. So mm-hmm. have you fixed it? Because I'm assuming you figured out you need to pre bolus, right? Yeah. Yeah. So what what have you done to adjust your daytime, your morning ritual so that it works better? <laughs> um It's just stayed the same until then. Sometimes in the morning, like on weekends, okay. I will wake up at a specific time. Like, I, it switches around. So sometimes if I wake up at, like, 7 in the morning, we'll pre-bolus, and then I'll do something, and then I'll eat. Sometimes if I wake up later, well, right when I wake up, I want to straight eat. Yeah. Well, what, so when your switches. mom, so, so five minutes before you and I started talking, mm-hmm. Arden came wandering in here, and she's on her way downstairs, because she's, of course, going to uh, school from my kitchen now. Um mm-hmm the Corona university we have downstairs yes. in the, in the breakfast <laughs> area. And she's like, I'm hungry. And I said, yeah, yeah, you look hungry. And she's like, she said, can you make me something? And I said, I can't. I'm about to record a podcast. <laughs> and she's like, all right, well, I'm just going to have cereal then. And I was like, yeah, all right. So I said, you know, bolus and then wait at least 15 minutes or until you have an arrow that's going down. And she was one twenty mm. when I told her that. Yeah, And so she did bolus. I'm looking at it here. Um, I like to have Arden's graph up while I'm doing the podcast in case it comes up. And <laughs> she's 109 right now. I don't know if she started to eat yet or not. But she had to pre-bolus. And she looked at me when I was like, you have to pre-bolus. This is going to be a mess. And she made a little mm-hmm. face. 
Like I, you, know, you could probably imagine the face. It was a little scrunched up, irritated face because she just wanted to eat. And I said, and this is a quote from me, Caitlin. I said, she made the face and I said, shut up, right? Like that. And she didn't actually say anything. So then her little face tightened up a little more. And I'm like, get out of here and just pre us. And she, and everything's going right. And meanwhile, she's fine. You know what I mean? Like she doesn't mm-hmm. want to wait, but it's not killing her. It's not changing her yeah. life. It's not making her upset. You need to wait. You can do yeah. it. You can do it, Caitlin. That's with me sometimes. Like, if I'm somewhere, I'll get really hungry. Right. Like, if we go to Disney, I'll get super hungry because I've been walking or running or doing whatever that whole day. Yeah. I'll get so hungry. And then my parents are like, okay, we're going to pre-bolus and you're going to wait. And I get so aggravated because I'm like, one, I'm hungry. And two, sometimes as I'm waiting for my blood sugar to go down or for me to be ready to eat, mm-hmm. my like my friends, because I like to go with my friends, I see them all eat. And I'm like, I just want to steal something and eat it. So there's only one little thing you have to change to make this all work. What is it? Do you know? Pre-bolus before you get there. Just think ahead a little bit more. That's mm-hmm. all. And even if it's just a little bit of insulin, because I hear what you're saying, right? Like you don't always know what yeah. you're going to eat, right? Mm-hmm. But let's say this. When you eat, do you ever eat and only need like a half a unit of insulin? Or don't you mostly need like a couple of units when you're eating? Yeah. Right? So what if you just were like, ooh, let me just slip in a little bit of insulin here so I get some of it going. And then we can go get the food and then put in the rest of the insulin and then I can start eating with my friends. Cause I still have a little bit of a pre-bolus. Yeah. It's a good idea. You know what I should do? I should probably record these ideas and put them on the internet so other people can hear them. <laughs> Don't you think though? Yeah. Hey, what's it like living close to Disney? Do you, you, is it just like a regular stop for you guys? Um, we go, we go not really a lot. Well, we do go a lot a year, but it's always like, like months in between. Yeah. Well, you're not there every weekend. You're, I'm saying. Yeah. But, but you, but, you know, for instance, most people listening go once every 10 years. You get to go a yeah. couple of times a year because it's near your house. Yeah. What's your favorite thing there to do? Um, My favorite thing to do is just go to the rides and meet the characters. That's the one thing I want to do every single time. What, what's the best ride? All right. Well, let's go. Which one's the best? And we'll, we'll work our way down. There's so many. Caitlin, are you panicking so here? Uh, uh, shut your eyes shut your eyes we're at disney Mm -hmm. you're only allowed to go on one ride okay what are you going on tower of terror (laughs) there you go so you did it it's a really good ride that's the elevator that falls right yes i only went on it once in the ride on the wait line because we had a fast pass for it i was so scared i was like dad 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 i don't want to go in this mom take me off no I even said I thought I was going to puke because. <laughs> do you think? Do you think that part of the what makes the ride great is the time you have to spend wondering about what's going to happen on the ride? Yes, <laughs> it is right. Because I because for some reason to me, when I go on a new ride, I think it's more scarier than it actually is. Tower of Terror, I thought it was going to drop you from like the very top and you drop straight down to like the floor. Right. So, but really, we go on the we go on the smoother part of it which i had no clue we just went up and down up and down halfway to the very top like almost halfway to the very top and we just dropped down yeah. that's all it was <laughs> did it scare did you scream no nope. did your blood sugar go up afterwards oh yes <laughs> you know why nervousness adrenaline yep you mm-hmm. know what adrenaline is 
Yeah, it's when you're like freaking out, nervous. Like, no, no, it's it, pumping. It could be anything. It could be like if you're excited to, um, let's see, if you could be excited, like in a sport. Do you play any sports? Yeah, I don't know if dance is technically a sport, but yeah. Listen, people are going to tell you it is. And if I don't say it is, people are going to get mad at me. But you know what I mean? It might not be. Um, so I'm just kidding. Adrenaline is a hormone, right? And mm-hmm. so it just, like stress, uh, blood circ- it, 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 it increases like your rate of blood circulation, breathing, uh, the way carbohydrates are metabolized. It's prepping your body, right, to be like, to like take off. Yeah. Right. Like, so it gets you all jacked up and then there's, then there's nothing to do. So my mom on Facebook, I was getting my ears pierced Mm -hmm. and my mom was looking through her Facebook and I was there with her because she was showing me something and I saw her post and it was me of a picture of me to get route ready to get my ears pierced. Yeah. And so it was me before. And then she showed, and then she showed the, my blood sugar before perfectly fine and then she goes and then it's the it's like the before then the after it's my blood sugar just shooting straight up (laughs) and she goes i think she was lying about herself being nervous because it's going straight up were you calm on the outside i said i was i was a little nervous but mostly calm i was just like you're getting a hole poked in your face it's not great you know it's not my dad said it would be it wouldn't be that bad. It hurt he, a little. He lied to you so that you'd be comfortable. Yeah. You starting to figure <laughs> that out about parents? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll be like, it's going to be fine. Yeah, have they told you, like, this coronavirus is no big deal. Just uh, you stay <laughs> home. You're getting the laptop, right? Yeah. Yeah. Do you think that's, <laughs> do you think that's true? Sort of. Yeah. I sort of think it's true, too, Kayla. <laughs> I sort of think it is, and I sort of am like, I wonder what's going to happen. Are I'm you- very... Go ahead. I'm very indecisive about things. Well, you're 11. Just, yeah. Your, your brain's like mush. It's not even a full mm-hmm. brain yet. <laughs> you're doing really well, by the way, for being 11. This is a good conversation. Yay. Yeah. Seriously. I have something to tell you. You want to tell me something? Yes. All right. I was going to say something, but you go first. Givoke Hypopen has no visible needle and is the first pre-mixed auto-injector of glucagon for very low blood sugar in adults and kids with diabetes, ages 2 and above. Not only is Givoke Hypopen simple to administer, but it's simple to learn more about. All you have to do is go to givokeglucagon.com forward slash juice box. Givoke shouldn't be used in patients with insulinoma or pheochromocytoma. Visit givokeglucagon.com dot com slash risk. I just need to remind you to go to t1dexchange.org forward slash juice box and check out all of the other sponsors of the podcast. They're all right there in the show notes of your podcast player. Links to find out if you're eligible for a free 30-day trial of the Omnipod Dash are in there. There's a link to learn more and get started with the Dexcom G6 Continuous Glucose Monitor. You can find out about touchedbytype1.org, Gvoke Hypopen. It's all there, right there in the show notes. There's also links at juiceboxpodcast.com. So check them all out. And don't forget while you're there, that Contour Next One Blood Glucose Meter. Mm, mm, mm. 
Mm -mm. It's good testing with that contour next one. You're going to love it. All the links, again, are at juiceboxpodcast.com. They're in the show notes of your podcast player, or you can just type them into your browser. I'm not going to make you listen to them here. But just remember when you hear them on another episode. Uh, you know, I'd like to support the podcast. I will get a meter. I mean, don't get it if you don't want to, but check it out at least. The meter's freaking terrific. And the other stuff, my God, are you kidding me? A free 30-day trial of the Omnipod Dash? Can you imagine if you're eligible for that? Check it out. And the Dexcom G6, you just know to get that. Stop it. Elizabeth was just on the other day from Touched by Type 1. You heard her. She's delightful. Touchedbytype1.org. All right, let's find out what Caitlin wanted to ask me. Thanks so much for listening, guys. I really do appreciate it. Joking aside, your support of the show is evident, and I really appreciate it. Do you remember when you did the, um, for Dancing for Diabetes, that, con- that con- not conference, that, that talk yeah. at Orlando? Were you there? Are you, you remember when you were asking about what's your favorite food? And that was the first, and the first girl you talked to, that was me. Wow. How long, was that last year or the year before? Or when was last that? Year. I was good last year. You're lucky we were there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, the only reason why we went there, because she was like, I go, mom, so what is the reason we're going to Orlando? And she goes, because Scott Penner's going to be there. And I'm super excited. And I'm like, okay. She's so sweet. Yeah, I, I had never, because I had never heard of you. At the time? Well, I'm a 48-year-old guy doing a podcast about type 1 diabetes, and you're 11, so that makes sense, don't you think? And so my mom showed me your podcast, right. and I was like, I was like, what? So like, my you, mind is blown. Do, do you listen? Yes. Hey, can you do me... Can well, you, I take showers. I while you it. take showers? Do you listen to yeah. the podcast? Mm-hmm. All right, real quick before we go on, can you do me a favor? Can you say everyone should check out touchedbytype1.org? Everybody should... T- Wait, everybody should check out touchedbytype1.org. That's great, because Scott's going to be speaking there in May again. One of my Yeah, now I don't have to put the ad in this episode. Thank you so much. <laughs> everybody, that was an ad, just so you know. <laughs> I'm not paying Caitlin, but I am making money for saying that. So And uh, I subscribed, so I'm good. Thank you. you, you know, <laughs> there, sometimes there's episodes that are not good for kids. Does your mom make you skip those? Mm-hmm. Yeah? So, like, you have... She knows ones are bad or not. Oh, so does she come tell you? Like, hey, don't listen to this week's? Uh, sometimes. Oh, one of them's coming up this week, by the way, just so you know. <laughs> so the only ones I listen to are the ones with kids. Oh, Because okay. those ones I know aren't going to be that bad. Yeah. I, I don't think, well, I'm different, I guess. I talk to my kids differently than other people do, maybe. But <laughs> I don't think any of them are bad. Some of them are just maybe, like, topics that are, mm-hmm. you know, you're not ready for yet. But you will be one day. One of one of them that my mom told me not to do is the um the after dark or whatever. Yeah, do you she know told what? me don't listen to those ones. Did you did you like look at them and think maybe I'm going to listen anyway? I hope you didn't. I looked at them and I was like, oh, okay. So, I read the little bio and I was like, nope, okay, no more. <laughs> so which one? So there was one about smoking um, weed. Mm-hmm. You saw that one, and one about I drinking. Saw that one. I was like, nope. Yeah, and there was drinking, and then there was one about a yeah. person who had like a tough life. And, and I was like, nope, not doing those. Yeah, the next one's going to be about sex. Don't listen to that one either. Okay? <laughs> yep, not right. listening to that one either. Okay, good. Some See? of my favorite ones are the, um, one of them is Loop De Loop. That one about Melody. You liked Melody? Yeah, I like that one. That was she fun. Was good. Yeah, I, I thought that was a weird conversation. When it was over, <laughs> when it was over, I thought, 
I don't even know what we talked about. And then I listened back to it and edited it. And I still didn't even know what we talked about, but I was like, it's good and people like it. So, And also Megan Makes Peace, number 294. That one's fun. Yeah. Do you like it? What do you like better when, like, do you like when people say something that you're like, wow, I never thought of that before? Or do you like hearing about managing diabetes? What's your favorite part? Mm, all of them. <laughs> Thank you. Would it's you say just hearing that, something different. Do you listen to any other diabetes podcasts? Nope. Because that's the only one that I know of. Right. That's that the I only know. one there is, really. Yeah. Yeah, there's no There's other, other ones, but no, they're, like, I, people I don't know. Yeah. Those aren't real podcasts. Those are something else. <laughs> this is the one. You've got the right one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is the only podcast that serves uh, children episodes about smoking weed. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's not really what it was about, by the way. Do you want me to tell you what it was about? No. <laughs> okay, I won't. One day when you're ready, you... uh. Okay. <laughs> you, can go, you can go check them out. Do you know I've never done any drugs in my life? No, never I never once. knew that. Never once. Ask me if I drink. I'd say yes. I don't. Not at all. Not, not even a little bit. You know how like people just are like, oh, I'll have a beer. I don't even do that. Yeah. Not even a little. Nobody in my house drinks, actually. My mom and dad do. Do I seem crazy? Are your parents alcoholics? Should we? Do you need help? They're not. They don't do it a lot, but okay. sometimes they will. <laughs> Fancy places, they will. Fancy places. Your parents like to get a little, like, a little liquored up. A little swig of it. Place. Yeah, yeah. Just get going a little bit. Mm-hmm. Plus, you're in Florida. Mm-hmm. There must be a law about drinking there, right? I have no clue. Do any of your friends drink? No. Good. That's good. And if they did, you would stop hanging out with them, right? What? If they if they started, you'd have to stop hanging out with them, right? Probably. Yeah. I'd be like, oh, I'm not hanging out with that. Good for you. It's a, that'd be a difficult decision, but that'd be a good yeah. decision for you. So, what do we need to know here? What kind of gear do you have for your uh, diabetes? Are you um, shooting insulin with a pen? Do you have a pump? What I have an Omnipod. Nice. nice. I started with the syringe, then the pen, and then the Omnipod. Cool. What's been your favorite way so far? Omnipod. How come? Because it's so part of the reason is because at school I have we have nurses and so our lunch every single time it starts at a different time like different grades it starts at different times mm-hmm. but what's hard is we always go outside first so I'll have to come outside and then run to the nurse's office and and take insulin and with the Omnipod I don't have to go to the nurse I can just follow the line I can just follow my line to follow the line to go into to go into the um lunchroom and I just sit down with my lunchbox my all my dad he writes um the carbs on he writes how many carbs it is on the bags nice. of of them or if it's like a pack of goldfish it will say the carbs add it all up and put it on the omnipod wow that's really great mm-hmm. and so that yep. keeps you from having to go to the nurse's office and from having to inject while you're at school and things like that yeah and then it wastes a lot of my time for lunch because I'll get there and they're like because sometimes I'll get there and my class has already started. Yeah. Like all my all my whole class is already there starting to eat and I'm still like in the nurse's office still shooting insulin at me. Yeah, that's X. Plus you get the pre-balls a little on the way to your lunch. Mm-hmm. So that helps. Hey, real quick, Caitlin, if you could just say, find out more at myomnipod.com forward slash juice box. <laughs> that'd be great. You don't have to. Wait, what? It. I'm just joking. Do you want to do it? It's myomnipod. Ready? <clears throat> you want to deepen your voice a little bit? Go. <clears throat> 
To find out more about the Omnipod and to get a free, no obligation demo of the Omnipod, go to myomnipod.com. Like that, go ahead. I can't remember all of that. All right, never mind. <laughs> I, hold on a second. I have to clear my voice. <clears throat> you think I got the coronavirus? Mm-mm. No. Yeah, I don't think so either. I've been locked in this house for like a week and a half. <laughs> Unless somebody. We haven't. At least. What have you we been went doing? To Dis- we went to Disney for a full week, so we were out of the house. Wait, wait a minute. Let's yeah. not admit to that. People are going to get mad at you. So far, people have liked you. And but we were, gonna... quarant- we were quarantined in the hotel room for five days. Because so you... we were there, we oh. were there, because we were there for a whole week, Friday to Friday of last week. Mm-hmm. And so the parks were only open. So for us, the parks were only open for those two days because they closed Sunday afternoon. Okay. We had went there. So Friday, we went to Disney Springs. Saturday, we went to, where did we go? We went to Animal Kingdom, and then we went to Hollywood, and then we left. Then we went back. After Hollywood, we went to Disney Springs because I guess they were closing that Monday. So we just went there, bought everything we needed to do. And then for, so we did part of Monday, went back. Then that part of Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, we just stayed in the hotel room and left Friday morning. So you, you know, it's interesting. So you left Friday morning. By the way, anybody who gets uh, coronavirus in Florida, it's, uh, <laughs> it's Caitlin's fault. Uh, but wait, wait, so you left <laughs> Friday morning on the 20th? Probably. I'm guessing. It wasn't was morning. It, it was after lunch. Was it last Friday, like just past weekend or the week before? The week before. Right? All right. So the 13th. So, mm-hmm. you know, you actually won't know. So you've been in your house since then? Uh, Yes. Since we came back, we've been stuck in the house for right. a little you bit. Four more days. You have to wait to see if you have coronavirus. Did you know that? It takes two weeks to know if you have it or not. Oh, no. Four more days, but you're doing great. You probably don't mm-hmm. have it. Have you had it? Some of us have been coughing and everything, but it's not too severe. It's just like a little, yeah. and then we're done. Do you think it's nervous mm-hmm. cough? Can I tell you something? The first time I saw Yo-Yo Ma in concert was at Carnegie Hall. Mm-hmm. I've just said a lot of words you might not know. Yo-Yo Ma, <laughs> yeah. Yo-Yo Ma is a cellist. He plays the cello. And Carnegie Hall is a very famous uh, space in, <laughs> in New York City. There's that cough. That's your corona cough mm-hmm. right there. No, my I was drinking water. Whatever. Corona cough. <laughs> Now, so we're, we're in Carnegie Hall watching Yo-Yo Ma perform. Okay. And there's a guy in the row in front of me, a little to the right. And every time he started to play the cello, this guy would go. <coughs> <coughs> and then when he'd stop playing the cello, he never, that never happened. So I think that sometimes people can feel so much pressure to be quiet or to not cough, that they do it like kind of subconsciously. That's weird. Don't you think that could happen? Because mm-hmm. why Why was he able to be quiet when he wasn't playing the cello? Yeah. Right? And he wasn't a jerk. He wasn't doing it on purpose. <laughs> it was just, it was a, just a natural reaction. As soon as he knew he had to be quiet, he couldn't help himself. Mm-hmm. I bet you he was a, I bet you that dude was probably a really good person, like a good, like a person and really into music. Well, and I, I don't think a lot of people end up at Carnegie Hall watching a cello if, they, if they're not really <laughs> into it. That's not something you go to by mistake. Yeah. You know what I mean? Unless if my mom decided she liked the cello, so we'll go there. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. I saw. I also saw um, Yo-Yo Ma. Wow, it's been a long time already. No, I was just looking up. So I have my tickets up here. Oh, isn't that weird? Like, what? I feel like I saw him last year around Christmas, but it was two years ago at Christmas. 
What? Yeah, I bought a poster and, and had it signed, and it's hanging up right here while I'm working. So I was there on November 29th, 2018. He played all six suites of um, the Bach cello. It's uh, beautiful. Uh, um, do you want to hear it? Uh, sure. I don't think I'm allowed to play music on this. <laughs> like, I think I'll get in trouble. I don't think I'm allowed to do that. But I was going to say, if it's playing, I can't hear it. I wonder if you can hear it. I don't even know if you can. I don't know how that I works. If, well, I haven't turned it on yet, Caitlin. Oh, calm, well, I was going to say, if it's turned on, I can't hear will it. Will you calm down for a second? <laughs> Jeez, you're very excitable. Yes. Well, all right, hold on. I'm going to play it for you. I might have to mute it out on the, like for people, people listening might not be able to hear it, but you will be able to. Hold on a second. So... I think you're going to hate this, but I'm I'm interested to find out. <laughs> Hold on a second. Is it going to be loud? I don't know, Caitlin. I've never done this before. Hold on a second. <laughs> All right, wait. Can you hear it? No. I only hear right, you. Hold on. Put, I think it's coming through my headphones. Hold on a second. Could you hear it? No. You couldn't hear it? Damn it, Caitlin. <laughs> All right. Anyway, it's my favorite thing. The things we can't do on a podcast. Well, apparently I could do it, but I'd have to do a whole thing. I don't a know. I guess thing. I really don't know how I would do it. For I've never tried that before. Anyway. I mean, there's for something. The unaccompanied cello is my favorite instrument. I kind of know what that is and kind of don't. It's just that it's it's like a giant violin. It's like a giant violin, okay? But if you told me, Scott, you're going to be stuck on a desert island for the rest of your life and you can only take one piece of music with you, I would take the cello. Mm. Makes me happy. And sometimes I start like getting a little teary-eyed for no reason because some of the notes hit me like really deep in my heart. It's lovely. Maybe one day you uh, you will find it. Most likely not. <laughs> yeah. I'm not very, I'm not really a music person. Well, I mean, you're going to be dead anyway from the coronavirus, but you know. <laughs> so you have a very good sense of humor for an 11 year old, by the way. Uh-huh. So are you nervous about this stuff at all? Diabetes? For diabetes? I was going to say corona and yeah, but, oh. I, but yeah, tell me what you're thinking about around the whole thing. So I heard I'm, I'm a little nervous about the coronavirus because I don't know if I misheard this, but I heard it while we were at Disney. We were eating dinner and the newscast was on and it said people with diabetes have a really good chance of dying if they get the coronavirus. And I'm like, what? I walk out of the room. I go, mom, I think they just said this on the news, but I think they said if somebody with, if somebody with diabetes gets the coronavirus, they have a chance of dying. And I'm like, I'm, I'm so nervous. I'm almost like, nope, nope, not never going out of this hotel room ever. But I did. Well, so here's what you would, you know, what you'll find out if you actually listen to the episode that I've done a couple episodes about Corona. And yes, people with diabetes are at an increased risk, but that takes into account the people who are maybe not in as healthy of a place. So I think that for someone like you who is young and otherwise healthy and whose blood sugars don't go over 126 when they eat a croissant, egg, and cheese, (laughs) I think you're going to be okay. That doesn't mean you can't get it still. 
I don't think it means that you're more likely to get it because you have diabetes. I think it means that if you get it and you have diabetes and your health is not good, it might be more difficult to fight off. But the truth is, if you have diabetes and your health is not good in general, other illnesses are also harder to fight off. I also think that when the media says diabetes, they often mean type 2 diabetes. Yeah, because that's what I was thinking. You never get a full explanation from them about what they mean. But just like diabetes, coronavirus, risk of dying. It's just like, which one? Well, you know what you shouldn't do? Probably you shouldn't go to like Tower of Terror during the (laughs) So were you guys just trying to sneak it in under the the thing there, trying to get a little fun in before you're going to get locked up? Yeah. Yeah. Because we were planning before before the coronavirus was even like in the United States, we had already planned it. Mm-hmm. We were like, "Oh, it's not going to get in the United States at all." We were planning that whole week going to Disney. Right. Like we we had it all planned out. Like Magic Kingdom would be like Tuesday, Animal Kingdom would be like Thursday. We had it all planned out until they until we got the announcement saying the night before we left. The night before we left, we got we got a like a notification from Disney saying that they were closing the parks Sunday off, sun like at twelve p at twelve a.m. They were closing all the parks. You know, my heart was broken. You want to hear something crazy? I just realized there's a person who listens to this podcast who was also at Touched by Type One last year in the same room you were in where you asked your question, who mm-hmm. dances at. Animal Kingdom. She's a performer at Animal Kingdom. What? Isn't that crazy? Mm-hmm. Because I don't recognize very many people at Disney that I know. Yeah, you wouldn't recognize her, but that's she—that's her job right now. That's what she does. That's cool. Yeah. I thought so, too. I just realized that when you said it. Okay. So what are your goals here for diabetes? When life goes back to normal and, you know, everything, or even now... Do you mm-hmm. want to be in charge of your insulin? Like, what is your desire around that? Do you wish your mom wasn't involved? Do you like your mom being involved? How do you like I like that? I like my parents being involved because a lot of the times, like at night, perhaps I can't hear the alarms and I would never know. Like if my parents weren't involved in this, I would never know that my alarms weren't going off. Do you get, but what about during the day when you're awake? Would you like to start being in charge or? No. No. <laughs> Because sometimes they'll be like, give yourself a correction, but then the um, but then sometimes they'll be like, give yourself a correction. I put my blood sugar in on the Omnipod, mm-hmm. and there and it says it's not going to give me anything. So I go like, what? How much do you want me to give me? How much do you want it to give me? It's saying when I put the blood sugar in, it's not going to give me anything. Right. But my, my parents still want me to give a correction because if I don't, it's still going to go up. So it gets. Does it get a little confusing when the when your pump says one thing and your parents say another thing? Yeah. Yeah. Do you think, let's see, do you want to go to college one day? Have you ever thought about that? I do want to go to college, but I feel like I would want to go with my friend Sophie, who's, because we both want to be bakers, so I thought, why don't we go to, like, college for, like, culinary school? Oh, there's a really good one up north. And also, she's very, like, at school, she's very, um, strategic about my diabetes she's like she's like caitlin your alarm's going off are you all right she pays attention to it for you yeah it's like she puts her friends before her almost oh that's kind of nice does she do that does she do that with a lot of life or just with you in with the diabetes i have no clue 
but she does that a lot like if we're like if one of us like fall and we're hurt and we're like bleeding she'll she'll be the first person to zoom over like the flash and go pew she'll be the first person over there which flash is your flash caitlin which one do you like the best you like the guy on the show grant gustin i just say that you just say the flash you don't have yeah. a, 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 a an attachment to it at all no, I don't really. I'm not into superheroes at all. Yeah, very nice. I'm looking up baking schools for you. Oh, yay. My, my Sophie and I were planning on starting our own bakery company called The Bakers 2. Like your own shop? Yeah, but we, we're still planning on where we want to do it. We were thinking New York. Yeah, you we're go, already. You're already planning on out. leaving your parents? <laughs> Yep. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm not really leaving my family because a lot of my family lives up in, on my dad's side, a lot of my family lives up in New York. So I won't be that lonely. Okay. Johnson and Wales has a campus in Miami. It's a good cooking school. They have baking and pastry arts there. <laughs> 18 to 1 faculty ratio. This is good. All right. We'll write that down somewhere because you have a couple years still. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah. Right now, you're just trying to get through middle school and stay away from boys, pretty much. Yeah. Almost That's... about to go to middle school. You're yeah. re really? So what grade are you I'm in right fifth, now? Fifth. You're in fifth grade? Yeah. Caitlin, I have been lulled into believing you're 32 years old while we're talking. <laughs> Don't laugh. I wasn't kidding. <laughs> Uh-oh. You sound very, like, mature. Mm-hmm. Why That's is, what people are, are you the know. oldest? You're the oldest, right? There's just two. Yeah, I'm the oldest out of my brother. Do you boss him around a lot? Yes. Yeah. All the time. Does it bring you real pleasure to tell him what to do? Yeah. Because my wife looks happy when she's telling me what to do. Because when I tell him what to do, I feel like the adult. Oh. You like being in charge? Yeah. Yeah. Caitlin, I think that's a psychological issue, but you're too young to worry about it right now. <laughs> No, seriously, I um when my wife's telling me what to do, she never looks happier than in that moment. She loves to be <laughs> she also likes to be right. Do you like to be right? Sometimes. Not all the time. Doesn't make you happy to be right. It does because then I feel like I knew something mm -hmm. that I knew was right. And I do that a lot. Yeah, you're right a lot. Mm -hmm. Um I because sometimes we'll be late. Like if we're doing like a fast pass or whatever, we'll be late mm -hmm. for something. And I'll be like, and so my mom, like we're almost about there. And then she'll be like, why don't we take another route? And I'm like, but if we take this route, we get there quicker. And then sometimes we'll be late for it. And then I'm like, well, I was, I was right. We should have done that. Is it more satisfying to be right instead of your parents or your brother? Like who do you like to be right more correct than? My brother. Your brother. Because yeah. it makes me feel smarter than him. I gotcha. <laughs> well, you're older than him, so that makes True. sense, right? Yeah. Gotcha. Is your dad very involved with your diabetes besides the um, the carbs and stuff around lunchtime? Yeah, he's very, he's very on to it sometimes. Yeah. How, and it doesn't, you like that they're involved? Yes. I love that they're involved. How long I, do you think you want them to be involved? Forever. <laughs> yeah. For as long for it till I die. Well, what about this? Let's paint a picture, right? We get we get past this. We find some boy eventually one day, like twenty years from now, and he stops talking about Star Wars long enough that you're like, <laughs> all right, I can go out with this kid. 
and um, you're at home with him and you're married now and it's time to eat, you're going to call your dad and ask him how to bowl us? Well, first of all, I'd have to teach the boy I'm with. I'd have to teach him how this works. You're going to expect him to help you too? Yeah, I would expect him. Okay. I mean, he's living with me. 100%. That's good. I, I don't disagree with you. I was just asking. I, I think that uh, one day you should meet somebody who cares about your health and yeah. would be willing to help. That's very cool. Ah, I think we've learned a lot here, Caitlin, don't you? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Have you said anything you wish you didn't say? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> remember when you admitted to spreading the coronavirus around Florida? Oh, uh, yeah. I kind of <laughs> regret that a bit. <laughs> I'm not laughing at you. I'm just laughing. Um, have we talked about, have we missed anything? Is there anything you'd like to talk about that we haven't spoken about? There's so much. Um, uh, What um, would you want other kids to know about diabetes? The kids that that have it that maybe are struggling and like because you don't sound like you're struggling with it. You sound like you're pretty okay with this. Um, don't be scared or nervous about it because you'll get through it and you'll be perfectly fine once you're through it. You think people worry? Did you ever worry? I did worry a lot. What was your concern? Um, like it wasn't going to get, it was going to get worse from where it was. Like your blood sugars would just go out of control and you wouldn't be able to fix them. My, basically the whole thing. I just, I don't know why I got really nervous when I first thought of it because part of it was because I never liked needles as a little kid and then figuring out I had to take shots every single day and prick my finger every single day. I got so nervous and I was like, I'm never, I'm never going to get anywhere from this. I've I've never met anybody who likes needles, but it's funny. It's funny when people talk about it, people are always like, I was one of those people who didn't like needles. And I always, I never say it. I'm saying it to you now. Right. But I've never said it before. I always think, are there people running around who enjoy getting stuck with needles that I don't, I'm not aware <laughs> of? Like, it's a, it's a, it's a funny thing to say. It's like, you know, it's yeah. like, it's like saying, it's like, it's like saying, you know, I'm not one of those people who likes falling into a volcano. Yeah. No, that, one, no one likes that. that. Yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. But <laughs> there's no one around that's like, oh, you know what my favorite thing to do is? Oh, I love to fall into a volcano. It's <laughs> the best thing ever. Um, you don't hear that. But everyone always starts with that, like, well, I'm just one of those people who doesn't like needles. I'm afraid of needles. Like, yeah, we we all are afraid of getting something stuck into us. You know what I mean? I think it's the level of tolerance you have for it. So when this is all going on, when you're first diagnosed and there's needles coming at you when you're like eight years old and everything, and does it feel like, do you remember how it felt? It's such a weird question for somebody who was eight, but what did it feel like to get diabetes? I was so scared because I thought that because I knew my life wasn't my life was like turned upside down Mm -hmm. and it was going to be stuck with me my whole life. And I just thought, okay, I didn't know I had no clue about the Dexcom and Omnipod and what they did. So I just thought you had to take shots and needles every single day and I would be living for this. I'd be living with this for like and I thought I would be living it for like my whole life just doing shots and needles, shots and needles without the Dexcom and Omnipod. Because right. I had no clue those two exist, yeah. existed at the time. And so just it's scary to feel like this is this is the rest of your life, and it's always going to mm-hmm. be like this. 
And is it yeah. better now, the way it is now for you? Yes, it is very, very happy. Oh. And because I don't have to do that every single day now. How often do you <laughs> think you get shots now? Do you still get a needle once in a while? Nope. Not at all. Unless if my Omnipod fails and we don't have an extra pod, mm-hmm. my mom will have a vial. My mom will keep a vial of insulin and, and syringes in the bags just in case if something goes wrong. Yeah, but it doesn't end up happening very frequently to you. Not that much, unless if my unless if my we don't have to change the Omnipod, and the insulin went bad, and like my blood sugars keep going up after having like fifty units in me, <laughs> she'll have that sometimes. Sometimes you do it that way. What about sometimes. the um? How often do you end up testing with a meter? Um, not very often. Sometimes when I go swimming and I'll have to eat. Like right when I get out, mm-hmm. my Dexcom it wouldn't link up to my my phone, yeah. and will be eating like right when I get out. So I'll test there, or or if my um, or if my Dexcom falls out, which did happen over the over the last weekend. Okay. When I went to Disney. So, so if there's a some sort of a, a breakdown of the technology, you go back to it. Yeah. Do you ever just check to be sure? I I think Arden tests probably. I bet you Arden still tests about 15 times a week, but it's usually clustered on days where the CGM is either newer or older. If that makes mm-hmm. sense. I do um, sometimes because it my Zexcom, it sometimes it gets confused. It gets a little confusing because it will say I'm at like 45 double arrows down when I feel like I'm at 90. So we'll test there. Like if, like they'll be like my parents will be like are you do you feel fine because it says you're at 45 going down going down and i'm like i feel fine Mm -hmm. like i don't feel dizzy or lightheaded what happens when you test in a situation like that um i'll test i'll see what i'm at if it's different we'll calibrate it or unless if it says it's different but then the arrows it show it's starting to come back up okay and we won't do anything about it. But is if that, it says it's still at forty-five going down for like the for like the past like fifteen minutes and it's still going like that, we'll calibrate it. Okay. I hear you. There's all kinds of different opinions about how when to calibrate or not calibrate mm-hmm. on CGM. People are very uh passionate about those uh conversations. Um but I hear what you're saying. I think when there's a discrepancy or when you don't feel the way it says, it's always a good idea to test right away. Mm-hmm. That's the best thing. It really is. Are you thinking about, or do you even know anything about, like, we use the Omnipod. So do you know anything about the Omnipod Horizon? The idea of, like, one day there'll be, a, like, a little computer program that'll that'll tell your pump how much insulin to give you? And have you and your mom ever spoken about that? I think my mom has talked about it, but I don't really know. It's not something you're planning on right now. <laughs> But I do know she. I think she was talking about um, where like Dexcom and Omnipod were going to were coming together or like conjoining some at some point. They'll they'll. So oh, that's it. Yeah, you're. Oh, my mom says that's Horizon. Oh, so yeah, I've see? heard of that. So that is something you guys are talking about. Mm-hmm. That's cool. That'll be like a year from now when you're like gonna be twelve. <laughs> you know, in on May thirtieth, two thousand twenty-one. <laughs> Did I remember your birthday? Yeah. You have to be impressed. You don't know that about me that you should be impressed. But that an hour later, I know your your birthday is May 30th is a huge deal for me. Just so you know. 
I'm incredibly not good at remembering almost everything. Same here. It's weird. It's weird that I'm the one doing this podcast. It's even weird to me. Like when I start talking about diabetes and people are like, oh, that's great. I'm like, huh, how did that end up being me? It's such a weird thing. I should probably be, uh, I don't know what I should be doing for a living. I don't think it's the, I didn't think it was going to be this though. What do you want to do? I mean, the bakery thing is a real thing. You definitely mm-hmm. want to do that. Yeah. That's something I'm planning on doing. Did you know? Because ahead, my family, some of, because some of my family does baking, like my great grandma, she bakes a lot. And sometimes for like parties, I'll do something with my mom. Mm-hmm. I went to baking school for three mm-hmm. years when I was in high school. I can Ooh. make bread. Like, you know, how somebody makes a loaf of bread. Mm-hmm. I can make 150 loaves of bread at a time. What? I know how to bake for like an industrial size bakery. That's what I learned to do because I didn't want to go to high school. So I went to baking school and, and, and it split my time. That's probably That's not crazy. something. It is, it's probably not something they do anymore. And it wasn't a good idea. I should have went to high school just so you know. So mm-hmm. I have uh, these uh, mad baking skills that I don't get to use very often. Although <laughs> I'm going to use them today because Arden wants cookies. <laughs> That was that was what was told to me last night that I needed to make chocolate chip cookies today. I want cookies. Do you want cookies too? Mm-hmm, a little bit. Do you like them when they're thin and harder, or puffier and softer? That's like a mix of them because sometimes they'll be hard or soft. Yeah, you really don't care. Because sometimes you can never determine if it's like that. Because sometimes they'll be puffy mm-hmm. but hard, or thin but soft. I gotta so tell sometimes you they can change. If people are giving you puffy but hard or thin but soft cookies, those people do not know what they're doing and should not <laughs> be baking cookies. Okay? Trust me. You take a bite, you make a little face, you put it down very, very judgmentally. Okay? <laughs> and then you just push it into the trash and let them know with your actions you have made a crappy cookie and no one wants to eat this. Because it's so easy to do the right way. But then, I mean, the only reason why I like both of them, I mean, it's just a chocolate chip cookie. I mean, if you give me a cookie and it's light and it's puffy but hard, I'll still eat it. I mean, it's a cookie. <laughs> Caitlin's like, any chocolate chip cookie is a good cookie, Scott. It's any like, cookie is good. I hear you. All right. <laughs> listen, I was thinking it might be interesting for a second. Could I talk to your mom for the last couple of minutes? Okay. Yeah. Mom. Hey, wait, wait. Caitlin. Wait. Yeah, yeah. I really enjoyed talking to you. I, I wanted to tell you thank you <laughs> and goodbye. Did you have fun doing this? Yes. Do you have any idea what we talked about? Some idea. Uh, anything. Like, if I said to you right now, what's the little blurb going to say in your episode? Do you have any idea what it's going to say? No. I don't either. I don't think that's We fair. talked about whatever. We talked about whatever? Yep. All right. Thank you so much for doing this. I really appreciate it. I hope you You're don't. Welcome. I hope you don't have the coronavirus. <laughs> I don't. All right. Good girl. <laughs> Let me talk to your mom, okay? Hello. Hey, we're still recording. Can you put the headphones on for a second? Yes. Okay. All right. Oh, goodness. What did she do? (laughs) Just got cords wrapped around everything. Can you hear me? What did you do to that girl? Why is she like 35 years old? I I don't know. (laughs) Are either you or your husband like that? Uh, no. <laughs> You're not like, is she the most responsible person in the house? Sometimes. Yeah, definitely. Cause she, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm just like, I'm talking to her. And at one point it occurred to me, I'm like, God, she's 11. She <laughs> like, is. I she really, will be. Because yeah. when you sent me a note, I want you to know that your note 
has mimicked a number of them that I've gotten over the years from people who are like, you don't understand, my kid is so good at talking and so mature, and some of them are, but some of them aren't, and yours really, really, really is. Like, <laughs> she's just like, right on, I'm like, hey, is there anything we shouldn't have talked about today? Like, what do you think? Anything? She's like, I probably shouldn't have said that we went to Disney while we were I was like, wow, she even probably knows. Probably not. That was but... great. Oh, my God. I was like... <laughs> I just thought, I thought, wow, she's even aware of that. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, she has, like, she was able to, like, think back over the hour and go, oh, you know what? I wish I wouldn't have said this, right? Glad I said that. She was, like, funny without being mean about her brother. She. Well, that's good. <laughs> it was real. Were you listening the whole time? A little off and on. I had to make a couple of phone calls to insurance companies and make sure, you know, we get supplies and all that good stuff. So, in between calls, I was kind of like, poking my head at the door nice. she did a terrific job she was Coming really up. really good it was excellent i'm glad yeah no kidding um <laughs> she does want you to be involved with her diabetes care for her whole life her entire life so i must live forever a hundred thousand more years you have to go yes. uh yeah yes. and, and if she does get married although relationships are not something she's thinking about um no, um at all. I, <laughs> if she does get married the boy is going to have to uh, understand her diabetes. She said she's going to have to teach it to him. Because <laughs> she won't do it. <laughs> Is that it? You're like, she, yes. you think she's looking for a for a different caretaker here? Yes. That's that's probably what it is. She said she enjoyed uh, bossing her brother around. She likes being right sometimes, she said. <laughs> um, I told her my wife loves being right. Mm-hmm. I said, oh, she, there's nothing more than my life my wife enjoys than to tell me what to do. Or to be right. She just, she's in her element in those moments. Um, yeah. It was really, she was really delightful. Uh, Good. She, I'm glad she, to hear that. Yeah. It, it was really nice. Uh, I don't know um, when this will be out, but uh, I think because we talked about Corona, I'm probably going to have to push it up and have it be out sooner. <laughs> Actually, because like two years from now, like, you know what I mean? Or right. So, it's not going to make sense yeah. to a lot of people. Also, or maybe it or, may. Or, or, or the bigger problem would be six months from now, like, you know, Everyone's dead, and I'll, and and we're joking around about Corona, <laughs> like, right? And it's not, not funny anymore. I know. We're like, I'm like, oh, it's probably not funny. It was funny in the moment when we were there. You know, Friday we get up there Friday mid afternoon, and we're mm-hmm. like, uh, what's go- why is? I mean, Disney Springs was empty because um, I believe everybody was at the parks, but there was no word of closures of anything. Um, as far as we knew, I mean, we were on vacation time, so I wasn't watching the news. I wasn't paying attention to anything. I was, you know, getting a family of four packed up to, to leave for seven days. So, um, and my friend was the same way. She had her family of five. She was packing up, you know, to, to prepare and everything like that. And, um, we get up there, we're enjoying our time, you know, and all of a sudden, you know, we're, I'm looking at my phone. I was like, oh, this is a little more real than uh, <laughs> than what I thought. Um, and I and I work, I, you know, working 50 plus hours a week, you yeah. know, outside of the home. So I don't have the TV on hardly ever. Right. So it was I was like, oh, my first down minute. And I'm like, oh, this may be more real than I anticipated. We. It's funny. I was talking about this with Kelly a little bit, too, that um, just the idea that it's a that if we wanted everybody to know right away, the federal government would have had to step up and be like, that's it. Everybody get into your houses, turn on your television. We'll explain to you why. Exactly. But, but when you let it trickle out like this, there are people who are more 
connected to the news, less connected to the news. Some people who are, you know, working so much are just like you, you got busy. And so like, is it fair to say that a week and a half or two weeks later, if you knew what you knew now, do you think you would have went to Disney? No, no, not at all. Not at all. I mean, I, we brought plenty of hand sanitizer because, you know, there was a run on hand sanitizer. We couldn't keep it on the shelves in the store. Mm. I, I just, every day somebody would come in and ask, yeah, hand sanitizer. I was like, no, we haven't gotten any in in two weeks. You know, I'm not sure exactly, you know, use soap and water and don't touch things, you know, (laughs) that didn't, that, that, that's not even enough to make you think like, I wonder why people are asking now, had they come in and been like, do you have any zombie guns? Like, you would have been like, why is everyone asking for a zombie gun? Um, I may have turned on the news then. (laughs) (laughs) Hold on. That's the third guy that asked about a zombie uh, booby trap. Let me just find out what's going on here. No, right. Yeah. No, it's, it it really is interesting how it gets, how a slow rollout. Everyone, it's because you see people on Facebook, you know, there's different levels of um, virtue signaling going on around, um, around Corona and around life in general. But that idea of like, people like to say smart things to make sure you know that they know, like that's, Mm -hmm. you know, because who are you really telling on Facebook? The five people who follow what you're saying? What are you you fixing the world by making sure that Patty and and Karen know about the, the coronavirus? Like they haven't figured, you know, but, but so everybody's doing that thing. Mm-hmm. And I, I always think like, you know, there are people who don't know. They just aren't paying attention. If you need any more, um, you know, backing for that, right? Um, let's see. Let's just do this. Like, how many people voted in the 2016 election? You'll see why I'm doing this in a second. All right. <laughs> well, in 2016 United States presidential election. Simple. How many people? All right, well, listen, it's easy to do this way, right? Um, it looks like one person got 65 million votes, one person got like 62 million votes. So, okay, what's that? Like 130, 140 million people, right? Right. Now, let's Google this. How many people live in the United States? Mm-hmm. So there are 327 million people in the United States. Given that they're wow. probably not all of voting age, it does seem kind of suspect that only about 140 of the um, 140 of the 327 voted. Like, so there's just some people are just aren't even like concerned with the presidential election, for example. Or no. you know, I I don't listen to the weather. Right. I know people <laughs> who constantly know the weather, and I am forever walking outside being surprised by the weather. I open the door, I'm like, oh, it's raining. Where, okay. where we are, there is no point in listening to the weather. It's it's going to rain. It's not going to rain. It's, you know, it's, it's it. Florida. <laughs> yeah, I'm just, my point is there's things that people, you know, tend to care about, things that people tend not to care about. Everybody's different. I Because you didn't, as she was telling me that you guys were there, I did not imagine that you were the kind of people who were like, huh, there's a really good reason for us not to do this, but screw it, we're going anyway. Like, I know right. you well enough online to think that that's not who you are, right? Oh, no. No, yeah. not at all. <laughs> right. And so it's just, it's interesting to to watch it all go. So let me ask you before I let you go. And Do you have a okay. minute more? Oh, yeah. Yeah. All day. <laughs> How did, yeah, you're like, I have nothing but time, Scott. Later, we're going to play poker for uh, potato chips. So. Uh, exactly. <laughs> I, you know, I had her do a, a lesson plan, you know, for the week because she's going to be with my mother-in-law. You know, her and my son are going to be with the mother-in-law mm-hmm. uh, for the rest of the week to to do school lessons and, you know, a sense of normalcy as you, as you call it during this. So 
Yeah, hopefully they'll follow through on it. <laughs> well, just just so you just so you know, she might not be willing to go because I told her she's still got four more days before she knows if she has corona or not. <laughs> right. She does. She does. <laughs> she, she, she might be like, uh, no one's coming in this house and I'm not leaving. Just so you know. <laughs> <laughs> But how does she do with her type one, with her diabetes stuff? Are you I mean, for an eleven year old, are you pretty happy with how she handles it? Oh, very, very amazingly well. I know she she does, you know, as an 11-year-old, as a child, she does tend to, you know, fight on some things, mm-hmm. but it, it, she would fight me on something else if it was not diabetes. So, um, and those are the times when I just kind of, okay, I take over and I do, I do most of the care for her, but I rely heavily on her to do it at school. Yeah. Um, and we don't do that communication where... Um, you do with Arden at lunchtime. She just doesn't have that um, time. She she is almost embarrassed to pull her phone out and be like, hey, mom, it's lunchtime. What do I need to dose? Yeah. So we've come up with uh, writing the carbs down on, it used to be a piece of paper, but she we found that she wasn't eating everything. So we just write it on the packages and she adds it up what she's going to eat. Nice. And if she decides she's going to eat more, she'll dose a little more. So that, that tends to work for us. So I like that a lot. I I obviously use the more. <laughs> you fluid. don't follow I, carbs. <laughs> yeah, I use the more fluid. Just throw that insulin in and go ahead and eat, and let's see what happens. Um, yeah, the, we my, do that when it's not like prepackaged or anything. We'll just be like, oh, that looks like. <laughs> you guys sound like you're doing terrific. You really do. I appreciate. She's like, she's like, there's episodes my mom tells me not to listen to, and I was like, the ones yes. about the weed and the drinking. She goes, yeah. I, I said, did you? I said, did you listen to her or not listen to them? And she goes, I didn't. She's like, but I did read the descriptions. I was like, okay. <laughs> I said, well, <laughs> there's one coming out about sex pretty soon. Please don't listen to that one. And she said, okay. <laughs> yeah. She was really good. Like, she just was terrific. I'm, I, I'm assuming you're very proud of her because she was, uh, yeah, she was excellent. Cameron apparently is a uh, a mindless pain in her ass that only wants to talk about Star Wars, just so you know. <laughs> well. <laughs> I told her one no. day she'll be married to a man who's a mindless pain in her ass that only wants to talk about Star Wars. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I said, don't expect too much uh, growth out of boys, just so you know. Yeah, we're going we're gonna to pretty much be the same, just taller. So Yeah. Well, I really appreciate you guys doing this, um, and I just wanted to say thank you to you as well. Yeah. Thank you for allowing us to come on. I mean, I, I was not expecting. I told her, I was like, Caitlin, I'll send this email out, but do not expect a re- response anytime soon. Don't expect, you know, him to say, yeah, I'll do it or anything like that. So when I got the reply, I was like, oh, okay. No, she, followed, she she held up her end. And I will tell you this, like in all honesty, episodes with children don't do as well. <laughs> there, there are people who you know will say uh, like you know, they'll skip it because they're just like i don't want to hear a kid talk for an hour but i think those people are making a mistake number one but number two for every person who doesn't want to hear it there's somebody who wants to hear it and so there's that's still her story's still someone's story right and she's still a person with type one and i think people need to hear it i mean she told me something she learned from tommy's episode Yep. Right. And and she wanted to hear, she wants to hear more from kids. And that's why she was like, I want to go on mom. If, if Tommy can do it, I, I can do it. Well, I'm glad. And I hope a bunch of kids hear her and then they're motivated to pre-boss or pay a little closer attention, you know, whatever it ends up being. Yeah. Or just to know that there's another person out there like them who's, you know, at Disney and doesn't want to pre-boss because her friends are, you know, and she's told me, she's like, sometimes my friends are eating and I can't eat and I'm, she doesn't like it. 
Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. so I was like, we, yeah. we try to catch it beforehand, but you know, when you're in the moment, it's like, oh no. <laughs> Easy to forget. Yes, yeah, it, it is. Really is. That's yeah. when we go a little heavier on the insulin. So it sounds like the when the croissant went very well this morning, I thought. Yes, it did. I'm I'm amazed at myself. <laughs> Arden, <laughs> I'm still trying to tackle that croissant and I got it this time. We're still uh Arden had cereal this morning with what I'm gonna call not quite enough pre bolus, but she's at one fifty, so she's doing okay. You know, it's like a giant I don't know, and she didn't measure it. I don't know how much she ate. I don't even know what kind of cereal it was, to be honest. I was already talking to Caitlin when it happened. Yeah. So uh, probably a, a bunch. <laughs> yeah. Just hit her with a big sledgehammer full of insulin and let her eat the cereal. There you go. I, that's where I've come down to. I was like, you know what? We'll figure it out. It, it will. Uh, sometimes it's going to be a little more. Sometimes it's going to be a little less. She she does good with um, measuring things out. And mm-hmm. I'm like, you don't have to do that. And she's like, no, I want to. I said, okay. And she measures out the cereal and it's like, that's a snack. <laughs> like, no, pour a little more on there. But uh, yeah, she she does very well with, you know, dosing and things like that. It really sounds like it. It really does. It's very cool. Well, congratulations. You have a lovely family. Uh, as long as you guys all don't um, die of coronavirus. Die of coronavirus. I think you're going to have a lovely life together. <laughs> you know. I just- you got to be lighthearted with this. You can't take everything too seriously. And oh, uh, yeah. You still have to live your life normally. Listen, I have to tell you, I think, joking aside, I think this is an incredibly serious thing. But it's it not, not going to stop me from trying to stay lighthearted about it. or Because we're trapped in our house. Like, at what point, right. like, at what point is it not going to be all like Lord of the Flies in here? So, right. <laughs> you know, people are being cool right now. We're found, you know, we've had to tell my son a couple of times because he'll... He goes fishing for like, yo, I was going to go play basketball or something like that. I'm like, nah, we're not. Or, you know, I, I heard the other day, my friend wants to come over and help me put my clothes away from college. And I went, nah, she's not coming. So, yeah. you know, and he, he there, I guess he doesn't realize he's 20. So it's perfect. Right. Because <laughs> we haven't gotten to that conversation. Or maybe he just likes a free place to live and doesn't want to rock the boat. I don't know exactly. Um, <laughs> but he hasn't like pushed back uh, because I think he knows it's serious too, you know? Yeah. So. Yeah, let's just follow the rules for a couple couple more weeks let's and see hopefully if we can help some people not get sick. Exactly. Yeah. Well, exactly. I wish you a ton of luck. Um, oh, thank you. Yep. And I will talk to you soon. Yep. Thank you. Have Take a good care. day. You too. Bye. Bye. A huge thank you to one of today's sponsors, Gvoke Glucagon. Find out more about Gvoke Hypopen at gvokeglucagon.com forward slash juice box. You spell that. G-V-O-K-E-G-L-U-C-A-G-O-N dot com forward slash juice box. Since it got thrown into the episode, check out touchedbytype1.org and all the other sponsors. There's links right there in your show notes and links at juiceboxpodcast.com. Wasn't Caitlin delightful? I mean that from the bottom of my heart. I enjoyed our conversation together so much, and I hope you did too. I'll be back next week with much more of the Juicebox podcast. See you soon. <laughs>